back. This is part two of our cosmetic injectables episode, which we did yesterday. This is our bonus episode. So Anita is not only a wonderful friend of mine, she is a nurse practitioner with her own clinic specialising in non-surgical cosmetic medicine. Anita also has a book called Beautiful Unique Faces, which was released in 2020 and has now become an international bestseller. She's actually got Beautiful Unique Faces second edition, which will be releasing in September from memory. But I highly recommend you read it. She is great. There's so many other things I could say about Anita, but I reckon we just get Get straight into it. She's here with us now. Anita, thank you so much for joining us. My absolute pleasure. I've been talking about you coming in on the WhatsApp group. I was like, this needs to get out there. And you and I, Anita, we talk backwards and forwards on DMs all the time, talking about all the things, not just injectables, because we've become quite good friends over the years. So thank you for coming. Let's get straight into it because we want we want to answer the, the questions and we want to hear the side from a professional. Absolutely. I'm so delighted to be here, Angie, and congratulations on telling your story. I think it's hugely important and thanks for being so vulnerable to all, for all the women out there. You're the best. You are the best. And everybody's going to realise after this podcast why Anita is absolutely the best. So one of the most frequently asked questions that we wanted to ask you was, I hate the way I look. Do other women feel this way too? Mm. A lot of a lot of women, and it's not even women. I'm talking about actual females now. So girls as young as twelve think that they need to look a certain way to be considered beautiful. So they always think that they're supposed to hate the way they look, and therefore then. They need to have stuff done to their faces or they need to put a filter on their mm. their photos. So they also, when they come to see me or when I speak to women in general, they say, do other women hate the way they look as much as I do? So they actually really want to know if they're unusual or if they're normal in really not liking the way they look. It's so sad. Yeah, you would see that all the time. And you and I often talk about how, when we're, I was speaking in the last episode, when you're you're most vulnerable, you'll find a lot of people will go to say somebody like yourself and be like, I want my cheeks mm. done, I want my lips done, I want all of this done. Yeah. But you always say to me that's the worst time to go see a practitioner is when you're at your most vulnerable. Yeah. Why? Why is that? Well, because I think that people, especially when they're feeling vulnerable, they think that by having something done to their faces, they're going to get a quick fix. We're very much in a quick fix society where we do this and it makes us feel better. We do this and it makes us feel better. We can grab things very instantly and supposedly they can make us feel better. And so women will, if they're feeling vulnerable, they'll think, okay, I know a good way, a quick way to make myself feel better. I'll go to you know, a clinic similar to mine, a, a non-surgical cosmetic medicine clinic or even a surgical cosmetic medicine clinic and say, what can I have done? What can I do to my face to make me look and therefore feel better? Unfortunately, having something done to your face will never make you feel better because happiness doesn't come in a syringe. Mm -mm. Happiness comes from how you feel about yourself and how you identify your own beauty. 
because so many of us don't realize that we have something that's unique to our face, that's our unique facial feature, that's our unique beauty that the other 8 billion people in the world out there do not have. So going and saying, oh, look, I've seen it on my you know, social media, such and such had their lips done and look how happy they look mm. in the photo, in the post photo. I want to have my lips done too. That will never make them happy. Yeah. Because that's when you you almost hate yourself the most, isn't it? When you're feeling vulnerable. So you just think, I'll feel better when I A, B, C, D. It's like, you've yeah, that's probably yes. not the best way to go about it. And in the reason why your book is so important in Beautiful Unique Faces is because you go about it, you, you have this beautiful way of telling the story. So say when you first started working on my face and I was only a little, what, 28-year-old gal and you you would always say your beautiful, unique feature, feature is your eyes and your smile. So you would never then – you explain it better mm-hmm. than me. You, you, you never then put too much filler in my yeah. cheeks then or my chin. So the important thing to do is each of us has one unique facial feature which I term your lead actor. Now, if you've got a lead actor on a stage or in a TV show or on the movie screen or whatever – All the other actors in that scene are the supporting actor. And what their job, what the role of the supporting actor is to do is to ensure that the lead actor shines in their role. So, for example, Angie, your lead lead actor, your unique facial feature is your eyes when you smile, which is why on every every single TV show you've done, the camera just goes and just gets sucked into your eyes because it's so important. So the last thing I would do with someone with your unique facial feature, which is unique to you, would be to do something to your your lower face, would be to completely remove your smile lines, because that's removing the most beautiful part of your face. And if I do something to your lips, if I change the way your chin looks or your lower face, my face, sorry, my eyes when I look at you are then almost distracted by your lower face and by other things, by your lips, your chin, your cheeks, whatever it is, your jawline, instead of being focusing on your eyes because they're your lead actor. Everyone has a lead actor. If you think about it, you know, you look at a beautiful piece of artwork, not every single part of that painting is garish and screaming for your attention. It's the, the artist will have been subtle with the scenery, with the nature, with the flowers or whatever it is in there and, and keep one flower, for example, as the lead actor mm. and you're drawn to that. It's the same with a story. It's the same with, you know, with watching anything. The lead actor needs to stand out and if you try and make your supporting actors, in, in this instance, your lips, your cheeks, your chin, your jawline, something like that, the lead actor All that happens is you create a very noisy, overbearing scene. Yeah, you don't know where to look. And then nobody knows where to look. Yeah. You don't know where to look. That's it. It becomes confusing and then you start to, people think you're not genuine. People think you're insincere. Mm. They start looking at you going, gosh, are you you like a, a piece of abstract artwork? Are you kind of, can you be considered, can you be taken seriously? Mm. Yeah. Um, Anita, I have a question for you. Um, oh, fantastic. The, the, these are the three most frequently asked questions um, that you get asked. 
do I need to have something done to my face? Mm. And a lot of women will ask that because they're thinking, do I need something? Do I need to have something done to my face? Is there something that I can do instantly that will make my face look better? And the thing I will say to that is if your unique facial feature is your eyes when you're smiling, is there something about the rest of your face that's detracting from your unique facial feature? So, for example, if you've got, if you're starting, if your unique facial feature is your eye color and you're starting to get, you know, really deep lines through here or you're starting to get thinner lips or something like that and what's happening is they are detracting from your unique facial feature then that is a nice time to consider having something done Mm. so that again we're putting the focus back to your lead actor so if the supporting actors by proxy because they're you know nature's happening, aging's happening, whatever it is, but they're detracting from your unique, your unique facial feature, then that is actually a time to treat them, but not to treat them. Uh, sorry, not to over-treat them. So you're treating them so that they fade into the background. Mm-hmm. You're not treating them so that they stand out and become the lead actor. Because they had started to stand out because you were pointing before um, to your what are these? You were pointing to something. Nasolabial folds. People can't see um, what mm. you're pointing at. What is it called? Your na- labia. Labia? No. This is this. Mm. <laughs> Not labia. <laughs> these are called the nasolabial folds. What's <laughs> Your labia folds. And these are the oral commas. Yes, your labia <laughs> folds. I wasn't pointing to that, I promise. <laughs> no, you definitely weren't. Is that called your marionette lines? Yes, marionettes are down here. Right. Absolutely. So in down the in the chin, in the chin area okay. are the marionette lines. Yeah. And if they start to stand out because because you know nature's happening like yeah. you said, then that's the time to treat them so that they fade away, yes. so they disappear. Obviously with uh, what we started to work on together again this year was removing dissolving my filler. Mm-hmm. What I th- I feel like so many people wouldn't even know where to begin with that. What's how would you explain that to somebody mm. who maybe has had too much work or if they're wanting to look at dissolving the work that they've had? Yeah, because it's interesting mm. that it can mm. be done. Yeah, there's a lot of people that don't even know that yes. you can undo filler, mm-hmm. which is it, it's, it would make people. But you're feeling so much better knowing. Knowing. The anxiety would go away. And what is it that you do to dissolve filler? Well, it's actually, so what it does is it just breaks down. So what filler is, is it's a series of sugary, imagine it a series of sugary chains. And what the dissolving agent does is it just breaks those chains up and causes the filler to become like a liquid. Mm -hmm. And then that liquid just dissolves into your skin and you excrete it like you do all waste kind of thing. Um, So... We can dissolve all dermal fillers made of hyaluronic acid, yep. which is the main sugary component. And I'm all for dissolving filler. I think it's a really important thing that, that people know about because a lot of the time they'll get something done and they'll go, oh, I don't know if I like it. But if they go to the wrong practitioner and, and say, I don't like it, the, the wrong practitioner will say, oh, it's actually because you need your lips done. Mm. Or it's actually yeah. because you need something else done or something else done or something else done yeah. instead of kind of going, oh, actually, it doesn't look good. We do need to dissolve it, yeah. which is the right the right thing to do. Yeah. Um, what we've got to be careful of with the dissolving thing 
because it's become a little bit, you know, it's it's a little bit more hyped now, especially with people talking about having things dissolved. And I think it started off with the Kardashians because a couple of those had some things dissolved. But we shouldn't be over-treating in the first place to then use a medicine because it's a Schedule Four medicine yeah. to then treat that. Yeah. You know, we should be considering what we're doing in the first instance yeah. Getting it rather right. than going, oh, we'll shove it in there and yeah. see what happens. And if we don't like it, we'll dissolve it. No, we should be going... We'll just do a little bit because it's a medicine. Yeah. You know, you don't want to be just haphazardly yeah. using using a medicine. So being careful in the first instance. Yeah. If you went to someone and you got filler and you went back to that same person and said, I'm not happy at all with how this looks, would they dissolve it for free or is that would that be another cost? Or should they re- re- dissolve it for free? That's a tricky one. It's because if... Obviously, that medicine costs money to the practitioner, so it's a tricky one. I think it very much depends on if they've been consulted mm. properly, yeah. adequately um, in the first place before they've received it. If if the if the practitioner and it's sad because it's, it does happen a lot, mm. forces someone to have something, mm. have a dermal filler done, and the patient really doesn't like it then absolutely. Yeah. Or if there's something that they've done something and it hasn't responded in the skin, in the tissue, the way that we'd like it to, absolutely we should dissolve that by, for free. Yeah. But quite often we'll get patients who have been elsewhere, elsewhere yeah. and they'll come to you and say, yes, they'll say, can you dissolve this? Yeah. My first thing will always be, have you been to the practitioner who did that to you? Yeah. Have you been back to them to have it done? That's why it's so important to make sure you have a practitioner that actually listens to you and does know your unique yeah, gets it yeah. right the first time. Yeah, 100%. Because it's your face at the end Absolutely. of the day. Absolutely. It's your, like, that's what people yeah. look into, your eyes or your yeah. smile or yes. your expressions. So to have that taken from you and putting your trust into somebody who you think should trust, you, you should be able to trust in, that's, it is huge. And I think we play around with it so much by wanting everything more, 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 yeah. more. Yeah. When really, if you work with someone like Anita and read her book, Beautiful Unique Faces, you realise that less is more It is once you know what your feature it really is. is. What Can I just ask really quickly, what have the Kardashians had dissolved? Because uh, I don't follow them. so You should see the trend that Anita put on her Instagram where she... Where they get their new old the, faces back. Yes, yeah, have I've you seen, seen that. It? I yeah. love that. But what have they had dissolved? Yeah, it's really important. So they've, they've, had, their, they've had their lips... Well, they claim to have had their lips dissolved, but it's maybe they've had one session of lip filler dissolved. And it's really interesting because with this whole trend of showing their old faces, you can see how much how much fuller their lips are yeah. than what they yeah. were. Yeah, and I'm all for, like, I'm all for the, them having stuff done. That's fine. I'm all for everyone having yeah. stuff done. If it makes, if you have it done... And it enhances your unique facial feature, therefore makes you more beautiful, therefore, you know, makes you feel more like yourself. I'm all for that. But what I'm what I'm not all for is, is you know, women who are in the public eye, like the Kardashians, standing there saying, oh, I've, I've only had a tiny bit yes. of stuff. You know, I've only had a bit of stuff in my frown. Never had anything else. Which all that ends up doing is making women and girls all around the world, globally look at them and say, gosh, I'm like they've had barely nothing done and and I need a truckload to make me look 
as good as that. So it just makes they, you know, if you're in the public eye, you need to be honest. Yes. You need to be honest about what you're having done so that we all, we all go, okay, sure. So if I want to have that house, I know that I'm going to need to spend 20 million, Exactly. but don't, don't buy that house. Show me that house. Yeah. Show me the picture of that house and go, oh, this, I only paid 20, 20 yeah. grand for it. You know, mm. be, be truthful yeah, so exactly. that the rest of women and girls in society can make informed decisions about what they want to do with their faces exactly. as well. Yeah. Because happiness doesn't ever come from the syringe. No, yeah. that's right. If you've if you you've had a truckload of work done to your face, you need to be really honest about it and the public need to know that they need to also do a truckload of stuff to their to face look to that look way. like that. Yes. Yeah. And upkeep. It's it's a Absolutely. very expensive affair to keep your face looking like you've got a filter on it. Yeah, oh god. That's exhausting. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And even even in and even, you know, in real life, even with the truckload of stuff that they've had done to their faces, they don't look like they do on their Instagram right. or their social yeah, media because they right. then put a filter a over lie. their face as well. That's right. And that's what it's it is a lie. Yep. It is a lie. And it's, it was an interesting story I, I was talking to Angie about with Courtney Cox. She she went from doctor to doctor to doctor, basically looking for something when she was when she finished Friends and she was feeling vulnerable. Mm. She didn't know who she was, what she was doing. Yep. She went from doctor to doctor to doctor to, and each doctor said, you need more filler. You need more filler. You need filler here. Oh. You need filler there. You need filler everywhere, basically. Her- and in the end, she couldn't see it. No. But it was a friend who actually spoke to her and said, enough, enough. (laughs) You can't can't have any more done. I forbid you from having any more done. Yeah. Because she couldn't see it. You can't, Because after 10 days she was like, oh, I've still got this little thing here or whatever. You become so obsessed by, I don't think I got that one, but I see a lot of girls, how they're now just like dolls. But they were so much more beautiful before all the work. And like Courtney's a perfect example. She was so naturally stunning. And you could tell when she started getting little bits and it was fine because it was – Still her, and then she just went. And we just all of a sudden saw it on Cougar Town. It was just all of a sudden she's on a new TV show. We see it for the first time. We haven't seen it gradually building. Yeah, we just see a new face that looks like an animal. Like she looks like a, a. something that wasn't human anymore. Exactly. But I just want women to know too before we wrap it up that you can be held, like don't feel ashamed if you do go too far or you haven't been with the right person that hasn't created created Mm. a safe space for you because Mm. there are people like Anita out there who are so great at what they do, they'll never let you go too far and you, you can be held and supported and you can get your beautiful, unique features back and still get your work. We're not telling you not to get your work. Look at Anita. She's not going to mm. sit here and say mm. don't get work done. That's that's your job. But you do it in such a way that makes so much sense as to why people would want to get work in a healthy way. Yeah. And for yeah. that, I bloody love you. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, I love you too. My pleasure. Thank you for My pleasure. Us. I just want to say that if if you can't see a practitioner, just read the book because that'll teach yes. you how to find your unique facial feature, right. and then you can go to the practitioner armed with the knowledge oh. about yourself. And if you're not happy, use your use your feet, walk out the door. Exactly. Oh, wonderful. Best advice ever. Thank Yay. you. Thanks, Anita. <laughs> yes. Thank you. If you would like to hear more from Anita, uh, we're going to put all her details in the show notes. We're going to at where her Instagrams. We're going to tell her you where to get the books from. And 
check out the show notes and we'll tag her on social media anyway. And I highly recommend reading the book and... Oh, just what an angel. Isn't she beautiful? She is. She is just a lovely person. She's and heaven full sent. Of, full of information and scientific stuff. And you know I love me some oh. science and stuff. It's science-backed. That's what it's all about. Um, please DM us any ideas that you have for future episodes. Yes. Anything that you'd just like to tell us about. We absolutely love hearing from you. Um, or slide into Angie's DMs. <laughs> and <laughs> Tell us what you want to hear more from us or just tell us some great stuff. We, we love we love hearing from you. We would like to say goodbye and please have, have the, the day, day you deserve. deserve.